Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Jay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word blesses your spirit, empowers you wherever you are, whether it be your home, your workplace, the gym, or even if you're riding in the car. Look, let's advance the kingdom by spreading this word with whoever you come in contact with. That is my ultimate goal is to spread the kingdom and the message of Jesus Christ. I love you. And once again, here's today's message. Be blessed. Well, hallelujah. Let's give God some praise in this place today. Come on, you guys. We could do better than that, right? He has given us life. Amen. So you, you, you shouldn't have a problem putting your hands together. So let's try this again. I'm going to rewind. Let's give God some praise in this place, you all. Hallelujah. There we go. Hallelujah. God has been good to us this whole week, right? Amen. Has God been good to you this whole week? Amen. You are here. Amen. Not a lot of people woke up this morning. Amen. So you have a beautiful opportunity and a lovely opportunity to serve God today. Amen. 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 So it's June and we are in a new series this month. Everybody say new series. new series. Amen. Did everybody see the graphic coming in this morning? Amen. Amen. Y'all didn't see it on the door. The emoji series. Amen. So that kind of gives you a hint of what we're going to talk about this month. Amen. God gave me this series back in December. And uh, I've been looking forward to bring it. Amen. So, amen. Um, how many of y'all are my friend on Facebook? Amen. How many of y'all saw a rainbow yesterday? Let me ask you that. You saw a rainbow yesterday? It was in the water. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yesterday, y'all know it rained in Mobile. And um, I was, so yesterday, let me just give y'all a little backstory. So yesterday, um, we, we've been working on our house, so we've been painting. And um, so I went to get some paint from Lowe's. And um, I got the paint, and I dropped the paint all over my shoes. So I wanted to be upset. I wanted to be really mad. I was like, oh, why did I drop this paint? So I had to go get some more paint, which took another 30, 35 minutes for the guy to do. So I leave Lowe's, go to Home Depot to pick up a grill. The sun is raining now. It's raining, pouring out sheets, sheets of rain. So the sun comes out. So I say, there's got to be a rainbow. There's got to be a rainbow. Every time it rains, you know, people don't like the rain, but I love the rain because the rain isn't bad. The rain is nourishing. And then after the rain, there's a promise, amen? So I get on the interstate, and I'm like, there's got to be a rainbow. So I look to the right, and lo and behold, there was a full rainbow. I usually take a picture of it. But I was driving, so I wanted to be able to be here in front of y'all today. Amen. So, um, but next time I see a rainbow, amen, I'm going to stop and take a picture. Amen. But I was getting on the interstate when I saw it, so I couldn't pull over because it was like a bunch of cars behind me. But it was huge. When I say it was huge, it covered, it was over off of airport, and it covered, it went from Sam's across the mall. That's how big it was. So it was huge. So God said, whatever you preach is going to follow you. Amen. 
Amen. So we're preaching about rainbows today. Amen. So follow me. Amen. So that's a sign from God. Amen. That's a sign from God that we are on the right track. Amen. We are on the right track. Amen. Amen. Well, let's get into this uh, series. Amen. Y'all excited? Amen. Amen. Well, if you would turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter nine, verses eight through 17. And when you get there, jump to your feet. Amen. And if anybody needs a pen, amen, um, our great ushers and greeters have one in the back, amen, and you can keep it. You can have the pen, amen, amen, amen. So today's illustration is it's going to be an everybody illustration, amen, just like last week, amen. Did y'all enjoy the ice cream last week? Yeah. Amen. You want some? <laughs> Chloe, you got some ice cream to serve? No. You're supposed to have ice cream to serve, Chloe. <laughs> Chocolate next. So we we getting variety now. <laughs> amen. So Genesis, amen, first book, amen, chapter 9, amen, verses 8 through 17. I don't know if it's on the front of you. Nope. Oh, it is on the front. Okay. Amen. Amen. Everyone there, amen, if you can get there, once you get there, if you will stand to your feet so we can read this on one accord, amen. And we can wait on you, amen, we are not a church in the brush, amen, because we have liberty here so we can move freely, amen, amen. Amen. And I'm going to be reading from the message version, and I want you to read from your version, whatever version you have, KJV, NIV, AMPC, AMP, ESV, NKJV, all of those, the voice, amen. So let's read this on the count of three, amen. One, two, three. Then God spoke to Noah and his sons, I'm setting up my covenant with you, including your children who will come after you, along with everything alive around you, birds, farm, animals, wild animals that came out of the ship with you. I'm setting up my covenant with you that will never again everything be destroyed by floodwaters. No, never again will a flood destroy the earth. God continued. This is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and everything living around you and everything living after you. I'm putting my rainbow in the clouds, a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. From now on, when I form a cloud over the earth and that rainbow appears in the cloud, I'll remember my covenant between me and you and everything living that never again will floodwaters destroy all life. When the rainbow appears in the cloud, I'll see it and remember the eternal covenant between God and everything living, every last living creature on earth. Amen. 
Amen. It sounded like gibberish to you, but God understood every syllable that you were saying. Amen. Let's look from God and pray. God, we love you. We thank you. We honor you. I pray that you move Lester Bell Jr. out of the way, Lord God, and that you allow Holy Spirit to speak through me, Lord God, to your people. We thank you, Lord God, that this word is spoken from heaven to earth, Lord God, and that your people will have power when they leave outside of these four walls. So we love you. We thank you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As you sit down, say promise. Amen. 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 Oh, I, I missed the verse. My verse 17 says, and God said, this is a sign of the covenant that I've set up between me and everything living on the earth. Amen. What is a covenant? What is a covenant? Amen. A covenant is an agreement. Amen. A covenant is an agreement. If you look at the particular passage, if we go back up a little bit, the earth had been flooded because God was upset with how mankind was living. Amen. So the earth had been flooded. Everything had been wiped out. Amen. So he instructed Noah, amen, to get on the boat, amen, to get some animals on the boat, on the ark, amen. And it rained for, what, 40 days, 40 nights, right? Amen. But God saw that, okay, well, this wasn't the best idea. So let me give you all a covenant. Amen. So what is a covenant? A covenant is a promise. Say promise. Amen. Amen. So the, the promise is that God is going to keep his promise. Amen. A covenant is that God is going to keep his promise to all living creatures. Amen. Amen. So what is a rainbow? What is a rainbow? Amen. We see, we see rainbow today as... Um, meanings of other things, amen, but the original meaning of a rainbow is covenant, is spiritual, amen, amen, because what will happen, the world will try to take something spiritual, amen, and twist it to make you think it's something else, amen, amen, so, so a rainbow to me means, first off, before I give you what a rainbow is, a rainbow to me means that God has multiple colors, amen, God is just not black and white, amen. God is just not gray matter, amen. God has multiple colors, amen, and he wants to express those colors through you, amen. See, we are all a unique emanation of the spirit of God, amen. If you go back a few chapters, God created man in his image and his likeness, right? So that means that we are a unique extension of God here on earth, amen. Amen. So what is a rainbow, Pastor Jay? So a rainbow is comprised of seven colors. Anybody have heard of Roy G. Biv? Roy G. Chloe shaking her head. You just learned that, Roy G. Biv. Amen. Amen. So a rainbow is comprised of seven colors, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet are the colors that are in a rainbow. Amen. The number seven in the Bible means completion and perfection. Amen. The number seven is the foundation of God's word. Amen. So how many days in a week are there? How many months in a year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there are seven days in a week with the seventh day being God's Sabbath day. Amen. So what is a rainbow? A rainbow is a sign from our God that he will keep his promises to us. Amen. Amen. Say this. A rainbow is... A sign from our God that he will keep his promises to us. 
Amen. So that means that God desires for us to live in his promises and not in our problems. Amen. Because our frequency most of the time is we live from a problem mindset. This is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. But in the mind of God, there is no problem. In the mind of God, there is only promise and manifestation of his promises. Amen. Amen. Turn to turn to this is not in your in your outline because God gave me this on the way here. And he always switches things up on me now for some reason, but it's all good. Amen. So turn to Second Corinthians chapter one. Amen. Verse 20. Amen. And, and scribble that in in your in your notes. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse 20. Amen. God desires for you to live in his promises and not your problems. Amen. Because your problems will always hold you back from the promise. Why is your problems holding you back from the promise? Because your awareness is tuned to problems. You're tuned to the things of the world. Your mind hasn't been transformed. Amen. You don't have the mind of Christ. Because when Jesus encountered a problem that was no problem to him, he just raised it up in consciousness and got a solution. Amen. When they didn't have enough fish and bread to feed the 5,000. Amen. He raised it up in consciousness. He raised it up to God because he knows that God is the God of promise and he was able to feed multiple thousands of people. Amen. You have that same power. Amen. But you have to take your attention from problems to promise. Amen. Amen. Everybody at Second Corinthians chapter one, verse 20. And this is what the word of God says. For all the promises of God in him are yea and in him Amen. Unto the glory of God by us. Amen. Amen. So God never tells you no. You only tell yourself no. Because your mind is attuned to problems, so you tell yourself no. But when your mind is attuned to God, see, when your mind is stayed on God, he will keep you in perfect peace. Amen. So when he keeps you in perfect peace, then that means that whatever is going on around you, it will not affect you because your mind is not on what's going on around you. Your mind is stayed on God. So if my mind is stayed on God, amen, then he, I'm in perfect peace. Amen. That's a peace that can't be explained by anybody. It's perfect. Amen. Amen. It's unexplainable. Amen. So God wants us to live in that unexplainable peace, but we have to change our minds, our minds, our awarenesses, our frequencies, our vibrations. Amen. To God. Amen. Amen. When you want to listen to a different radio station, if you want to listen to 92.9, you don't turn to WGOK, do you? No, you don't. Amen. So that's a frequency. So a frequency is a turning. Amen. When you turn the frequency, when you turn the knob on your radio, you're, you're turning to a new frequency. Amen. Amen. So God wants us to turn to a new frequency. Amen. So when we turn to a new frequency, we turn from, okay, my mind goes from my problems to my mind goes to the promises of God, because that's what frequency that I'm on. Amen. That's what a frequency is. So you may hear me saying that in the coming Sundays, frequency, vibration. Amen. Because we have to become attuned to what God has already given us. Amen. Amen. Turn to this scripture. Amen. It's another scripture. Amen. 
Did I drop that? Hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. Luke, yeah, there, there we are. Luke chapter 12, verses 27. Luke chapter 12, verses 27. Amen. And we're going to get to Matthew in a little bit. Amen. But I wanted to give you these scriptures before we get to Matthew. Amen. Luke chapter 12, verse 27. I want you to ask yourself this inwardly now. I don't want you don't have to ask it out outwardly, but I want you to ask yourself this inwardly. Am I focused on my problems or am I focused on God's promises? Ask yourself that inwardly. Amen. Everyone at Luke chapter 12. I can wait on if you need me be. Amen. I know those phones are fast. Amen. And the turners are fast too. Amen. So it's equality in the house. Amen. So, so it says this, verse 27, it says, Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not. And yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothed the grass, which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O ye of little faith? And seek not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye, doubt, be ye of a doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after. And your father knoweth that you have need of these things. See, God already knows what you need. Amen. But rather seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, this is the, this is the verse 32 is the kicker. It says, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Amen. See, God wants to give you the kingdom. Amen. In the kingdom is promise. Amen. In the kingdom is peace. In the kingdom is righteousness. In the kingdom is joy in the Holy Ghost. See, this is what's in the and God. This is what's in the kingdom. And God wants to give you these things. But if your mind is attuned to what's going on around you, the visible what you what you can think what you think you can touch then the invisible will always elude you because you focus on the visible so you're going to continue to seek and get what you're seeking amen we learned the other week that that whatever you seek you're going to find amen so if i'm seeking the problems i'm seeking what's the next problem that i got to fix i got to go over here and fix this problem i got to go over here and fix this problem i got to go back there and fix this problem that you're going to be constantly in the rat race amen see god never called us to be in a rat race amen because the race has already been given Amen. The race has already been won. Amen. So he has given you promises in the word of God. Amen. That you to tap into. Amen. So Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11 verses 28. Amen. And this is in your outline. Amen. Amen. See, you... you you have to take the scripture, amen, and apply it to your life, amen. It's just not for you to read it, feel good for a second, and go back to your problems, amen. It's for you to apply it to your life, amen. Amen. When we apply the word of God to our life, then we can reap the benefits of what the word says that we can have, amen. But if we just read the word just for happenstance, just to say we read it and don't apply it, then we're just wasting our time. Amen. God is calling us 
to stop wasting our time. Amen. Because time is finite. Amen. That minute at 10 o'clock we just had, you'll never get a, you'll never get a 10 o'clock on July, on June 2nd anymore in your life. 2019. Amen. So you have to use your time wisely. How are you using your time? How are you spending your time? Amen. Are you spending your time in the presence of God or are you spending the time in your presence of self? Because if you're spending your time in the presence of yourself, then you're going to continue to get problems after problems after problems after problems. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that when you are in God that that things won't happen. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying when you're in God, God will give you a peace that will surpass your understanding. Amen. He will give you a joy. Amen. He will bless you and not add sorrow with it. Amen. So that's the type of life that God wants us to live, amen? But we have to first change how we spend our time, amen? Because your time is valuable. Say, my time is valuable. Amen. Your time is valuable. Your time is valuable. I don't know where that came from. But Matthew chapter 11, verses 28, amen, through 30. And this is what it says. It says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Amen. Now, this is what Jesus is saying. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle, meek, and humble, lowly in heart, and you will find rest, relief, and ease, and refreshment, and recreation, and blessed quiet for your soul. For my yoke is wholesome. Listen to this. Useful, good, not harsh, hard, sharp, oppressing but comfortable, gracious, and pleasant, and my burden is light and easy to be borne. Amen. So the reason today we are often overburdened is because we're not living in the presence of God. We're overburdened. Amen. We, we are overwhelmed. Amen. We, we have more on us than we can bear. Amen. But scripture says God won't put more on us than we can bear. Amen. And Jesus says my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Amen. So if that's the case, amen, then I need to take all of my cares, all of my anxieties, all of my worries, all of my judgments, all of my guilts, all of my hate. I need to take that and cast it on God because he cares. Amen. Amen. So this is what it looks like. This is one illustration. This is what it looks like when you're overburdened. Eli, Eli, Elijah, come here. Come here for a second. Come here. Move, 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 move expediently. So this is what it looks like. Oh, my gosh. This is what it looks like when we're overburdened. Amen. We're carrying stuff that we shouldn't be carrying. Amen. We're wondering why, why am I carrying this weight? Anybody ever, anybody had got weight on their shoulders right now? Anybody had got worries right now? Problems right now? Amen. Let's be real. We are in church. Amen. We got problems. Amen. We have worries. We have anxieties. And this is what it looks like when we're carrying our worries and our problems and our anxieties. Amen. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm kind of getting out of breath. Amen. Because Eli is solid. Amen. He is solid. So that's why I'm taking just one, two steps at a time. Amen. So what happens is See, what happens, thanks, you, you're a great actor. What happens is your anxieties, they start to act out. 
And they started to try to get into your life, amen. They started to try to run in your life, amen. They try to get into every aspect of your life, amen. So you, you're, trying to, you're trying to manage. Come on, man. You're a good actor, amen. You're trying to manage, amen. This is what your life looks like, trying to carry your own burdens, amen. And, and you, you, you about to drop your burdens on your head. On, on their head, amen. Amen. So this is what it looks like. See, God doesn't want us to walk around like this, carrying our burdens. He's not, he's not, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good gracious. He doesn't want us to walk around, give my illustrator a good hand. Amen. And go have a seat. Thank you. Good gracious. I feel like I just worked out. Amen. So God doesn't want us to walk around being overburdened. Amen. See, when we are when we are often overburdened because we are, we are not living in the promises of God, Amen. The promises of God are that all my needs are met. The promises of God is that all things work together for the good of them that love God to those calling according to His purpose and will, Amen. But if we don't know the promises of God in our life, we'll be out of breath in life, Amen. Because I'm out of breath right now, Amen, Amen. So. So if you are, listen to this, if you are aware, what you, what you are most aware of is what your reality will reflect. Amen. What you are most aware of is what your reality will reflect. So if I'm aware of my problems, then my reality is going to reflect my problems. But if I'm aware of the promises, then my reality is going to re- reflect the promises of God. See, your life should be a reflection of the promises of God. See, when people see you, they should say, it's something about them. The way they walk, the way they talk, the way they look, the way they smell. It's just something about them, amen? And people are seeking for genuineness. People are seeking for authenticity. People are seeking for realness, amen? But you have to first understand that God is, when you understand that God is real, amen, and he wants to make you real too, through him, amen, then you will start to move in his promises. You'll start to move in the ways of God, amen. You'll start to move in his thoughts, amen, because your mind is focused on the promises of God and not the problems of yourself, amen. Say this, I am focused on the promises of God and not my problems. Amen. Listen to this, amen. So if you are aware of God's promises, your reality will reflect his promises, Amen. So God is not a problem solver. God is not a problem solver. Amen. God is not up in heaven like, okay, how I'm going to figure this problem out. Let me, how I'm, what, what equation I'm going to put on this problem. See, God already knew what you were going to go through when he created you. Amen. So he, he's not up in heaven saying, oh, man, look at Look at uh, Lester Bell Jr. down there. He's going to go through this problem, and I got to figure out how to solve it. Because in the mind, listen to this, in the mind of God, there are no problems. In the mind, see, you, see, see, religion has taught us that in the mind of God, there are problems. Amen. That God is a problem solver. God is not a problem solver. Amen. I know, I know it's a shock to reality to hear that, but God is not a problem solver because God is not a problem maker. Amen. So God can't solve something that he didn't make. Amen. So if God can't solve something that he didn't make, 
then why are you trying to solve something? Amen? So, so if God is not a problem solver, then that means that problems, when, when we present our, see, see, what we often do is we make our, we have more faith in our problems than we do the promises of God. Amen. We have more faith in our problems. So we say, well, our problems are bigger than God. But get, we learned we learned on Awareness Sunday that God is. Amen. So that means that God is bigger than anything that could ever face him. Amen. So that means that the potential of you is greater than the problem that presents itself to you. Because when you live, move, and have your being in God, amen, then problems will dissolve around you, amen, amen. So, so in the mind of God, say this with me, in the mind of God, problems dissolve, amen. So that means if, if in the mind of God promises dissolve, then we must have a shift in our perception from problems to promise, amen. You must have a shift in your perception from problems to promise. Which one is greater to you, your problems or the promise? Now, 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 everybody just said promise, but some of us still have faith in our problems. Some of us still believe in our problems, amen. Some of us still believe that our problems are really, um, are really just great, of great magnitude, amen. But what's of great magnitude to you is nothing to God. Because God can do anything but fail, amen. So whatever you're going through, amen, see, when you, go through a, when you go through a perceived problem, God already knows on the other side of that problem, there's promise. The scripture said in, in, in Psalms 23, let's turn there. Psalms 23. Amen, one of the most quoted Psalm. Why do we say Psalms? Did we did we discuss that last week? Why do we say Psalms? It's Psalm, no S. Amen. We know God is a God of an abundance. Amen. But it's just Psalm. Amen. It's Psalm, not Psalms. It's a lot of them now. It's like 150 of them. It's a lot of them, but it's just Psalm. Amen. Not Psalms. Amen. But I think what has happened over we've heard Psalms so much that. We say Psalms ourselves, amen. It's okay. It's okay. Psalm, Psalm 23, amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He make me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Listen to this. This is what I wanted to get to. Yea, though I stop through the valley of the shadow of death, Amen. So, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Amen. That's the verse I wanted to get to, amen. So, when we're going through the valley of the shadow of death, we're not there to stop. Amen. See, a lot of us get there and we stop. And we say all hell is broken loose. And we say all of these negative things. And we wonder why. Why am I experiencing this? It's because you stopped. But the scripture says, yea, though I walk through, amen. So when you walk through something, amen, and God is with you, then who's really walking through it? 
God is because in him you live, move, and have your being, amen? So when you're walking through something, you don't have to fear, amen, because God is with you, amen? God will never leave you nor forsake you, amen? So if God will never leave you nor forsake you, then whatever you're going through right now is, 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 is minute to God because he knows it's just a walkthrough. Whatever problem that you are facing right now is minute to God because he knows that on the other side of your problem is your promise, amen? So we have to keep moving through the problem because the, the, shadow, the valley of the shadow of death, it looks like, it looks like my life is over. Amen. But have you ever seen a shadow? Amen. They disappear. Amen. So when you walk in with God, amen, then you have no you have no fear because God is with you. Amen. So you have no fear of what's going on around you. It may look dead to other people. It may look dead to the people looking from the outside, but you have life. And you have life more abundantly. Amen. Amen. So God wants us to keep our mind on our promise rather than our problem because when we keep our mind on our promise rather than our problem then we'll understand that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world amen and you'll have power say god wants me to have power amen psalm chapter 91 amen i put psalms on the paper amen it's just it's just ingrained in us amen psalm chapter 91 Amen. Verses 1 through 6. Amen. Amen. Everyone there? Just a few, just a few pages. Amen. And this is what it says. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable. Hear that, hear that, hear that. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable shall remain now stable. So a lot of times when we have a problem, then we are unstable in our minds. See, God can't bless unstableness because it's not of him. He can only bless stableness. Amen. He can only bless. So, so that means that when I'm in a state of unstableness, then I'm in myself. I'm in my flesh. I'm not in God. Amen. Because the scripture clearly says he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the almighty whose power no foe can withstand. So when the enemy tries to throw things at you, amen, or when you perceive things to be wrong in your mindset, amen, it can stand no foe to God. Amen. Verse two. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God on him I lean and rely, and in him I confidently, confidently trust. Amen. For then he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Then he will, then, now, now listen to this. It's, it, it, it keeps going. It keeps getting better. Amen. Then he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and the deadly pestilence well verse four then he will cover you with his pinions and under his wings shall you trust and find refuge his truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler you shall not be afraid of the terror of the night nor of the arrow the evil plots and the slanders of the wicked 
that fly by day. Amen. So when someone wants to bring you mess or talk to you about mess, it won't affect you because you are in God. Amen. See, you have to get to a point into your life where you, you have to tell people, don't bring me no mess. Don't, don't, don't bring me mess. I don't care what you heard. I don't care what you thought. I don't care what you are thinking right now. If it's mess, don't bring it to me. Because when, what happens when you, when you have mess and mess just poured on top and poured on top, then you become a mess. Because that's, that's what you're in. You're in mess. Amen. So you, you, you become a part of what you're hearing. Amen. So then you start to spread it. Well, girl, you child, you heard, ooh, child, you heard about them. You heard what they, no, no. See, you have to get to a place in your life when you get to a place in God that you don't welcome mess. Amen. You cut mess off at his base. Amen. 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 So, so. So what verse am I? Verse 6. Okay, so nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor of the destruction and sudden death that surprise and lay waste at noonday. Amen? Amen. So I already said this, but there is no problem that can stand against you when you dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Amen? So where are you dwelling? Amen? Are you dwelling in God or are you dwelling in yourself? Because if you're dwelling in yourself, amen, then you're going to be defeated all the time, amen? You're going to be defeated by a defeated foe, amen? Because you're dwelling in yourself. But when you're dwelling in God, you become undefeated, amen? Because you understand that, that the defeated foe can't beat you, amen? The enemy can't touch you, amen? MC Hammer had a song that I used to love that said, you can't touch this, amen? So that's, that's, that's the type of mindset that you take when you're in God. Because when you're in God and you're living and moving and have your being in God, then the scripture says that the enemy can't touch you. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verses 31. Amen. Amen. Everyone there? Everyone there? Amen. This is what it says. It says, what then shall we say to all this? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who can be our foe if God is on our side? So if God is on your side, amen, then that means that, that who, so, 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 so let me give you just a, just a visual, amen, because we talk in words, but we see in pictures, right? Amen. That's what an emoji is. An emoji is a word just formed into a picture, amen? So when you see the picture of a rainbow, amen, you, you know it's a rainbow, right? Or when you see a picture of a, of a crown, you know if it's a crown, amen? Amen. So the emojis that I picked, it's on the front of your paper, amen? We picked the rainbow, we picked some grapes. Y'all love grapes, amen? Picked the crown, amen? The top emoji, amen, and the fire emoji. The kid's going to do that one, amen. So y'all got to be on Fifth Sunday. I won't be here, but I'll be watching. Amen. Amen. So, so when we shift, when we, when we shift our perception from problem to promises, to the promises of God, we will then live life the way God created it to be. Amen. So we won't be focused on who can be against us. Amen. Because if God is for you, who can stand against you? Amen. If God is on your side, amen, 
amen, as a paraclete, amen, that's what Holy Spirit is, God is on your side, then who can, who can be against you? No one, no thing, amen, no mess, no thought, amen, can be against you, amen. So 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Amen. Second Peter chapter one, verses two through four. And so will it be all? Yeah, I think he's using the cheat sheet. Amen. Amen. Y'all really enjoying these these um, these outlines, though. Amen. Yeah, I like to fill in the blank or the as is. As is. OK. That's what we'll that's what we'll do. Amen. We polled two Sundays. Amen. We got as is. Amen. We voted. I'll say aye. Anybody second the motion? Amen. Y'all got to know when to laugh, y'all. <laughs> y'all got to know when to laugh. Amen. Amen. I'm so, thank- I'm so thankful that General never allowed this place to be a place of tradition. Amen. Amen. That trendsetter spirit that was in him, that, that, that step out trailblazer that was in him is in me too. Amen. It's in me too. So y'all just getting a 2.0 version now. Amen. Amen. Pastor in jeans with cut holes in them, as I call them. Amen. I just getting the 2.0 version. Amen. Amen. Second Peter chapter one, verse two through four. Y'all there. Amen. This is what it says. It says, make grace God's favor and peace, which is perfect. Listen to this. And peace, which is perfect well-being, all necessary good, all spiritual prosperity, and freedom from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts. That's what peace is. God's favor and peace is. Amen. Be multiplied to you in full, personal, precise, and correct knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Amen. So God wants us to know the full knowledge of him. Because when we know the full knowledge of God, then that's when we live in that place of perfect well-being. We live in that place of uh, all all necessary good. We live in that place of all spiritual prosperity. We live in that place of freedom from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts. That's the type of life that God wants us to live. Amen. That's what God's favor and peace is. Amen. For his divine power has bestowed upon us. All things that are requisite and suited to life and godliness through the full personal knowledge of him who called us by and to his own glory and excellence, virtue. Amen. By means of these, he has bestowed upon he has bestowed on us his precious and exceedingly great promises so that through them you may escape by flight from the moral decay. Amen. So when it says escape, when it says escape, it doesn't it doesn't just mean escape, get to heaven. See, God wants us to live his promises here on earth. Amen. When he, when God set the rainbow in the sky, he didn't he he didn't set it in heaven for us not to see. He set it here on earth. So it, so so rainbow has always intrigued me because every time I see him, I get real excited. I get super excited. Amen. Because I understand that God is keeping his promises of not flooding the earth. If God keeps that promise, then God is going to keep his other promises as well. Amen. His promises are in the word of God and his promises are, are exceedingly and abundantly great. Amen. Those are the promises of God. Amen. So he has given us. See, God has already given you the promises. 
They're there. The promises are right here, right now. There's ultimate intelligence in the house right now. There's ultimate abundance in the house right now. There's ultimate peace in the house. There's ultimate love, ultimate joy, ultimate health. It's in, the, it's in the house right now. It's in you. Amen. The promises are within you. The kingdom of God is within. So that means that God has stored within us the kingdom of God and the promises of God. Amen. So that means that we have to know about God to know about us. Because when we know about God, we can understand that the promises have already been in us. Amen. So I don't have to go look for the promise. I don't have to go sign a credit application for the promise. Amen. Because the promise is already within. Amen. Say the promise is within. Amen. The pro- you see, you have to understand that everything that you need, God has already given it to you. Amen. Everything that you need, God has already given it to you. Amen. Amen. So how do you how do you get out what God has given you? By seeking his face. Amen. By seeking God. Because when you seek God and he reveals more of him to you, then he reveal more of you to you. And that's what God wants. God wants us. God wants us to be revealed. Amen. Amen. So so the reason so the reason we haven't received what God has already given us is because we have been aware of the wrong things. Amen. The reason why we hadn't received what God has already given us is because we've been aware of the wrong things. Amen. So 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 what is your awareness? Amen. That you got a slave to get what you need. Amen. Is that your awareness? Amen. That's some of our awareness. Amen. That we have to trade our time for money. Amen. That sometimes we think that money is the source. Amen. Sometimes we think that people are the source. Amen. But we learn that God is the source and God made series. Amen. Because if God is your source, then you have no need to worry about the resource. Amen. So the fullness of God is your very being. Amen. Say that with me. The fullness of God is my very being. Amen. So that means that you carry the frequency of infinite potential. You carry that. Amen. You carry. See, 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 it's your birthright for you to be healthy. It's your birthright for you to be wealthy. It's your birthright for you to feel loved. Amen. For you to experience love on deeper levels, for you to experience peace, joy, happiness. That's your birthright. Amen. But if you don't know that's your birthright, amen, then you'll continue to trade other things for your birthright. That's already your birthright. Amen. You'll trade, you'll trade money to make you happy. Amen. You'll be focused on entertainment to fill that void. Amen. You'll be focused on what you can get to fill that void. But you have everything you need. And it's here, right here, right here, right now. Amen. Amen. So, so this is where you play a part in this message. Amen. Amen. Because we often carry a frequency of problems. Some of us have more faith in our problems than we do our promise. Amen. So did everyone get this sheet of paper with your outline? Amen. Amen. I want you to take the next, amen, five minutes. Amen. If, Lord, you can play like some soft music. I want us to take a, I want you to take the next five minutes. Amen. And I want you to write down just three. And I'm pretty sure you can name them really fast because a lot of our minds are on our problems, our own things that we hate, our own things that we fear, our own guilt. 
Amen. I want you to write that down. Take the next few minutes, maybe not five minutes, maybe take two minutes. Amen. And write down these things. Amen. Amen. Didn't know you was going to be quiz today, did you? And I want you to be honest with yourself. Amen. Be honest on this paper. Amen. And I was I was meditating this morning and Holy Spirit said that for whoever takes this seriously. Amen. What we're about to do. Amen. That it's, it's going to be a turnaround for you. Amen. See, in order for us to in order for us to truly understand the promises of God, we have to be healed within first. Amen. And God wants to heal you, amen. God wants to heal you, amen. God, God wants to heal you, amen. He wants to heal you of any, any negativity that you may harbor, any guilt that you may harbor, any resentment that you may harbor, any hate. God wants to heal you of that because you, you can't receive the promises because your mind is focused on your problems, amen. So God wants us to, to today take our mind off our problems amen because your problems are going to just keep multiplying because that's what you are aware of amen it's going to keep multiplying and multiplying and multiplying and multiplying but when you focus on the promises amen that's what's going to multiply amen god wants to multiply your promises amen he wants to multiply that so be honest with yourself amen may seem trivial to you but there's power in this amen man we gotta just stop coming to church amen and just coming just just to hear a word and go home we gotta address some things amen we gotta address some things and we gotta we gotta bring those things to the altar we gotta cast our cares on God for he cares he cares for you amen when you get that when you get that revelation that he cares for you and that he wants to take away from you everything that is guilt or resentment or fear or hatred. When you when you do that, amen, then you can really open your heart to the promises of God, amen. Amen. And once you just once you once you get them, amen, once you finish, just fold them in half. Amen. Fold him in half. And you finish this. I'll take it. Thank you. Amen. Once you finish, just finish.
And yeah, I don't, I don't do stuff just for happenstance, you know. I really listen to Holy Spirit when He tell me to do stuff. Amen. And we were gonna, we were gonna do it another way, Amen. But this place would have been smoking up, Amen. So I had to do it a different way. Holy Spirit said, do it a different way, Amen. You, you got yours? No. You don't have a paper. You got some extra papers back there. He gave me his already. Yeah. So just take, let me get one too. Let me get one too. I gotta get a pen too. Just take the next maybe minute or so, kind of just. Amen. Amen. I, I I don't believe in just just not. I, I but really I really believe in we gotta really we gotta God is real with you all. We gotta really be about this. We gotta be about this life. Amen. 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 Anybody else have any? Church different, right? Amen. Amen. I, that's what I believe in. Amen. We're going to be a church on the cutting edge. Amen. And we got to address some things. You can't just come to church, put on the facade, go home, be hurting. Got to address some things. Amen. That's what church is about. Church isn't just about coming on a Sunday, dressing up, looking good, feeling good. 
Church is about addressing some things, amen. God wants to heal you in some areas, amen, so you can receive some things from God, amen. Amen. One more. We ain't no rush. Amen. Keep that ten too, amen. Amen. One more. One more. Hey man, take your time, man. We have no rush. No rush, brother. No rush. No rush. So this is, this is, listen to me, this is, this is what God wants to do, amen, with your problems, with your fears, with your guilt, with your resentment, with your doubts, this is, this is what God wants to do. This is, this is, this is what God will do if you allow him to, if you cast your cares upon him. This is basically what it looks like. This is this is this is a representation of what casting your cares on God looks like. Amen. Amen. Now. Now. Now that this is Now that this is shredded. Amen. I want y'all to go in there and get your problems. Can you can you get your problems in there? Can you get your problems in there? Can you can you get your pro you sure you can you sure you don't see your name on there? You put your name on yours. See, this is what God wants to do with our problems. Amen. Because He wants you He wants you to cast them on Him. Because when you cast them on Him, you can't go in Him and find them anymore. Amen. No matter how hard you try. With all of these pieces of paper in here, you can't put your problems back together. Amen. Amen. So if everyone would stand, amen. Everyone, if you would stand, amen. If, if for those who receive this, amen. Amen. Open yourself, amen, to the promises of God, amen. I believe this is, I believe this is, this is not just an illustration, but this is spiritual, amen. Amen. This is what God wants to do in your life. Amen. Amen. If wherever you are, I want you to just close your eyes. Amen. And this is what I want you to do. Amen. Before we pray. Amen. I want you to imagine how you would feel if you had everything you already desire. 
everything that you desire, amen, if you had it right here, right now, how would you feel, amen? If, if you would feel excited, amen, just, just, just write, just, just write, just one word, how you would feel, I want y'all to say that, one, two, three, amen, amen, so I want you to take that feeling, amen, and I want you to pass that feeling that you have to everybody that's around you right now, amen, to those watching on live stream, I want you, I want us to, those who, those who will watch in the future this, amen, I want us to take that feeling, amen, and pass it to them, amen, pass it to your, your fellow brother, sister in this house, amen, amen, let's look from God and pray, God, we love you, we thank you, we honor you, we thank you, Lord God, that our minds, Lord God, are stayed on you, Lord God, so that we can be in perfect peace, we thank you, Lord God, that our emotional body is pure, Lord God, that the body of our affairs, Lord God, reflect harmony, Lord God, elegance, Lord God, order. We thank you, Lord God, that we live in the frequency of all needs met, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, for your people, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for those ones, Lord God, who are watching on live stream right now and who will watch on live stream tomorrow in the coming weeks, Lord God. We bless them as well, Lord God, Lord God, because we have the ability to do that. So, God, we thank you for your people. We thank you, Lord God, that this week will be filled with a week of promises, Lord God, and not of problems. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that your people will get into your word, Lord God, so that they can find out what the promises are, Lord God, so that they can live in the promises. So we thank you, Lord God, for your people. We thank you, Lord God, for your love. We thank you, Lord God, for all needs met. We thank you, Lord God, for abundance. We thank you for health in every area of our life, not just physical, but mental, emotional, spiritual, Lord God. If there's been any church hurt, Lord God, I cast that down, Lord God, into the pits of hell. So we love you, God. We thank you, God. We honor you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you're here today, amen, and you desire to be saved, amen. You desire to stop living in a problem frequency, amen. If you desire to be saved, amen, now is your opportunity, amen. Amen. Secondly, if you are here, amen, and you backslidden and you want to come right back to God, look, God will never hate you. He will always love you, amen. You can't out bad God's love for your life. That's how much he loves you. <laughs> 